From Vernissage Health, this is Built to Lead, a show where we talk to emerging and established leaders from all levels within the healthcare sector in the hope of breaking boundaries, inspiring hope, and redirecting views on what the landscape of healthcare leadership is and can be. Hello and welcome back everyone to season two of Built to Lead. I am Matthew Goldburn. I am one of the co-hosts of Built to Lead, the Health Leaders of Tomorrow podcast. I'm a Master's of Health Administration graduate and an IHPME alumnus. As a self-described lifelong learner and emerging leader, I am also seeking to improve my leadership skills. I believe it is key to becoming an impetus for change, a change for our healthcare system, a health system that has great established leaders but we'll need the current cohort of emerging leaders like myself and my co-host to continue this great work. And my co-host joining me this season on this new healthcare leadership journey is Megan Perret. Thanks, Matthew. I'm Megan Perret, currently in my second and final year of the MHSC and Health Administration Program at IHPME. I'm passionate about understanding the intricacies of our health system and, and how everything comes together and really helping others make sense of that. So coming from a background in community health and health promotion, I now work in health policy, really trying to advance health equity through comprehensive primary health care. And, and it's a field that I really, really enjoy working in. I'm also a self-proclaimed governance nerd uh, and enjoy facilitating dialogue, which is why I was drawn to the Vernissage Health series. And so I can't wait to help share what we've learned from this season's guests with all of our listeners. So the Built to Lead podcast was created to share some of the wisdom and practices that are foundational to Vernissage to a wider audience and really giving us a chance to dive into what it takes to be the health leaders of tomorrow. So we're really excited to bring you this season of Built to Lead, where we'll be exploring five mindsets of a leader. This is based on the classic Harvard Business Review article, The Five Minds of a Manager, which was written by Drs. Henry Mintzberg and Jonathan Gosling. As emerging leaders, Matthew and I found this article compelling as it really examines various facets of management or leadership. And so it also led us to explore what these minds of a manager meant in the context of health and health leadership. So we would like to make a note that while this article speaks to management, we will often be using the word leadership throughout the season since management is often seen as, you know, positions you hold, but leaders can influence, motivate, and really enable others to contribute towards an organization's success, regardless of what position you hold within an organization. In each episode this season, we'll get a chance to have a conversation with a variety of established health leaders, many of whom participated in the Vernissage Health Dialogue series, and really examine one or two mindsets per episode. Today, we will be providing a high-level overview of the mindsets and really what it takes as a leader to incorporate them into our professional lives. And so we hope that whether you're an emerging leader or an established leader that's listening, you'll be able to glean some insights into how you're currently working through the lens of these different mindsets and where are areas where you can possibly grow. Let's dive into our conversation. First, Matthew has the pleasure of speaking with Dr. Henry Mintzberg himself. Dr. Henry Mintzberg is a professor in McGill's Deshotel Faculty of Management and has been called a lot of things over his career. Influential, innovative, iconoclast. And Fast Company, a business magazine, even likened him to Mick Jagger. Of course, Mick Jagger was never named one of the most influential management thinkers in the world, which was largely accomplished by Mintzberg attacking the foundations of the modern managerial profession, the MBA. Management education, according to Mintzberg, should really be given to those actually working for organizations as managers or as frontline staff. 
So for Henry, management and leadership are two sides of the same coin, which must be connected to the day-to-day work and being an effective manager, as well as being seen by others as a leader to follow. So he says that leadership, like swimming, cannot be learned by reading it, which I find is a really compelling argument. So he's had books such as Managers Not MBAs and Strategy Bites Back. He's made the business world sit up and take notice of the flaws in how they think about management. And so he's made it a personal mission of his to really reform the way managers are educated with a particular focus in healthcare. So we're honored to be joined in this episode by Dr. Henry Mintzberg to provide us with an overview of a seminal article, The Five Minds of a Manager, which was first published in the Harvard Business Review, HBR, uh, in 2003. So in the subsequent episodes of this season, we'll explore each of these five mindsets with contemporary leaders uh, in a more in-depth fashion. And for those who haven't read the article, you're probably wondering, what are the five mindsets? The first mindset is reflective, how to manage change. Then we have the analytical mindset, how to manage organizations, the worldly mindset, that's managing context, the collaborative mindset, which is managing relationships, and the action mindset, which is managing change. When you look at all five mindsets, you'll notice that they're all interconnected and should be applied in tandem, not separately. Mitzberg and Goslin use the imagery of fabricating a sturdy cloth. And an effective and high-performing manager or leader is one who weaves together all the mindsets. The weaver must be able to reflect analyze, act, collaborate, while keeping the big picture in mind. And one must continue to repeat this cycle as new perspectives and opportunities arise to trigger and stimulate growth, leading to new reflections or perhaps new partnerships and collaborations, and ultimately a better service or product. As stated in the article, effective organizations tailor handsome results out of the woven mindsets of their managers or leaders. In our conversation with Dr. Mintzberg, he gave a great overview of the mindsets. Let's hear how he describes them himself. So we start with the reflective mindset and we end with the action mindset. And then in between these things happen on three levels. They happen on the level of collaboration in groups. So we have the collaborative mindset. They happen on the level of organizations, more analytical. So we call it the analytic mindset. And then it's the world around the organization. So we call that the uh, worldly mindset, not the global um, but worldly, meaning to be more openly worldly. Um, and so uh, so those become the five uh, essentially organizing frameworks. And, and it works very well uh, in healthcare. Um, people can relate to that quite easily, especially in managerial positions and so on. So that's the essence of the structure. Um, it's held up quite well. Evidently, it has held up well considering this series is examining the five minds of a manager. But from when the article was written till today, are there any major differences? I don't think, I I think there are huge differences because of the nature of the job, the nature of the person, the nature of the context, um, uh, all kinds of things. As I say, if you're managing finance, you're going to spend a lot more time being analytical. If you're managing a sales yeah, you're going to be a lot more collaborative. Or if you're managing teams, project teams or research teams, you're going to be a lot more collaborative in your, in, in your practice. Um, but does that change over time? I don't think so. I think the pandemic uh, drove, you know, I think the people who are doing worse, the, the authorities who are doing worse with the pandemic are busy being, uh, being 
um, very conceptual, but not being on the ground. They're not connecting the two. Um, and so they're doing all kinds of things that are failing. I mean, just turn on the news every night in this country and you, <clears throat> you see people complaining bitterly about a government that's not listening to the health authorities and the health authorities saying, we're on the ground. We see what's going on. Wake up. And you get authorities saying, you know, they're not saying it, but, you know, they're not grounded. They're not action-oriented. They think action-oriented is to spew orders instead of seeing the results of what's happening. Because it's that loop between between reflection and action that's important. You know, you you reflect in order to act and you act in order to reflect. And, 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 and that goes back. But if you don't know what's going on on the ground, you're dead. Or... Or your citizens are dead. Don't forget, you know, we worked it out at the beginning. We didn't just start with those five. We we played with it and fiddled and went from global to 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 worldly. And you know, we played with it. But once it settled down, it seems to work. Sometimes people propose or suggest other ones. Uh, usually, they seem like we can incorporate those into what we've got. Um, but. Uh, uh, either I'm biased and, you know, I'm sort of like, you know, we've got five mindsets, don't bother me, uh, or uh, or if they work uh, one way or the other, but they seem to be okay. It's clear Dr. Mitzberg and Goslin's work is still relevant today. The principles within the original article still stand the test of time. We should note that this article was written for management in general, therefore not healthcare specific. Considering the five mindsets, Dr. Mintzberg shares why healthcare is unique. Healthcare is different. Health, the management of healthcare is quite different um, than than other organizations. Uh, it's not like a business. I mean, uh, there are business sides of healthcare. People make the equipment and and so on and so forth. Um, but in the service in in healthcare. Um, it's a it's much more of a bottom up organization. Physicians often don't even report through the administration in the hospitals. Um, there's much more of a it's not a I was going to say a collegial atmosphere. There's not a collegial atmosphere at all. Usually, it's more that professionals work individually alone. Uh, you know, you watch you watch a surgeon and an anesthetist in an operating room as I did once, and uh, they don't talk to each other because they're all programmed to know exactly what to expect of each other. It's not real teamwork, the way you have in a research team where you have to be talking to each other. When you have very, very complex diagnosis, uh, then you have to talk and share and kick things around. Um, but when you're doing a cataract operation, they don't have to talk. Each one knows exactly, the nurses, the doctors, they all know exactly what they have to do. They don't have to talk about it. Communication is key. You may have already heard me say this before, that's because it's one of my all-time favorite quotes. And for communication to be effective, leaders cannot be living in their ivory towers. To understand the practical steps down the tower and the disposition needed, let's hear a snippet of my conversation with Dr. Mitzberg. Never lose that. And, you know, physicians are interesting because they're one of the few who, no matter how senior they get, will often keep a day or more in clinical work, even if they're in very senior positions. It's not hard. Don't don't go sitting in your executive dining rooms. You know, it's not hard. Sit at a different place every day. Staying grounded and really having an understanding of what's happening in your organization as a leader and seeing your staff and making yourself accessible to your team is something that will be coming up with many of our guests this season as something that's really imperative. 
So unless you know what's truly happening, you can't be visionary and strategic unless it's grounded in the reality that you're facing as a leader in an organization. Now to close off the episode, we will hear from one of Vernissage Health's project advisors, Dr. Michael Anderson. As a surgical oncologist, he's the indigenous cancer lead in the Toronto Regional Cancer Program and practices palliative care medicine. He's currently studying indigenous epistemologies and approaches to implementation science, as well as dialogue, community engagement, and conceptualizations of death and dying through the indigenous lens, at the Wakabiness Rice Institute for Indigenous Health at the Dalana School of Public Health at U of T. In conversation with Matthew, Michael explores the intentionality needed to apply the mindsets that we've just discussed. I do think that those mindsets don't happen by mistake. There has to be intention to be aware of them. I think you need a lot of self-awareness. And uh, it's one thing to make changes and um to uh, try to lead change, it's another to have the wherewithal and the foresight to actually reflect on that and to evaluate it and to be willing to learn from it and to be willing to support people when things don't go as planned. Um, I'm always wary that uh, we don't want to make the same mistake repeatedly. That's ridiculous. But if we become so risk averse in groups of people, then we don't change and we don't advance. We sit where we are because of our fear of failure. So uh, there's a bit of a balancing act. That intentionality of how we learn and apply the mindsets and the willingness to make those mistakes is so important to juggle. Throughout this series, we really hope that you'll be challenged as you hear from a variety of guests with different points of views and perspectives. And so it's important as emerging and as established leaders to deliberately seek out those perspectives and approach issues with a broad and equitable lens as it will only help us become better leaders. So when we're considering Minsberg and Gosling's five minds of a manager or the mindsets of a leader, the reflective, analytical, worldly, collaborative, and action mindsets, we really need to lean into that discomfort of where we need to grow and creating opportunities to become more intuitive and well-rounded leaders. So we'll leave you with this last quote from Dr. Anderson, who shares why and how to embrace diversity of thought. Yeah, I, um, I'm always an advocate for um, trying to become comfortable being uncomfortable. Um, the, the, um, the space where we learn and we change and we grow is in our discomfort. Um, but I think it's also a, a human trait that we often shy away from things that make us uncomfortable. So we stick to what we know and what's comfortable. Um, the trade-off there is when you sit in what's comfortable and you know you don't tend to have diversity of thought, nor do you grow. So I um, I actually want, uh, I almost always put, if I have an evaluation of a, of a program, I almost always have a question that I ask that is, tell me what made you uncomfortable. Um, and I want to know those things because that's usually the richest information. Where were, where did you feel discomfort? Um, not discomfort that's unpleasant always or negative, but it's discomfort. Um, that's that's instead of looking away from it, I think where you see where you feel discomfort is where you should focus your attention. That's where the learning lies. Um, and sometimes that takes an intentional act of trying to fight our tendency to stay to where we're comfortable. So uh, how does that relate to diversity? 
I think it relates a lot in the sense that um, when you sit within a space that you're comfortable, something you know, often things that look and feel familiar, uh, that's not um, attending to diversity of thought, of experience, of perspective. So become okay with being with discomfort. This podcast is a companion initiative to the Vernissage Health Dialogue Series for Health Leaders. Thanks to the generous support of our partners, Associated Medical Services, AMS, the Dalana School of Public Health, DLSPH, and the Institute of Health Policy Management and Evaluation, IHPME, for making this podcast possible. Built to Lead is hosted by IHP alumnus Matthew Goldburn and IHPME student Megan Perrin. The music was composed by Sindhu, and this episode was edited and mixed by Madden and Mitchell Media. For more content and information, visit vernissagehealth.com. If you've enjoyed this episode of Built to Lead, make sure to follow, subscribe, leave a review, and tell a friend. We are building the health leaders of tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Madden and Mitchell Media.